Willkommen to another episode of Binge This, a Hit 105 podcast. Today we are talking about the dilemma of all dilemmas. That's right, the social dilemma. It's on Netflix at the moment. Who else is here to talk about it with me? My name's Ollie Mack and I have a dilemma with the social dilemma. Who are you, girl? Ooh, I'm Leah and I have a dilemma with just technology in general, girl. How does this thing work? (laughs) JT, what is this about? Please tell me. All right, I'll tell you. The Social Dilemma is a 2020 American docudrama and the film explores the rise of social media and the damage it's caused to society, focusing on its exploitation of its users for financial gain through surveillance and data mining. All right, gang. What did we all thinketh of this documentarist? Lily? All right. What did I think? Hmm. In the last 15 minutes, I did get bored. And that's the only time I've thought, oh, this is just a classic social media is bad documentary. But for the rest of it, I thought it was really epic and engaging. I thought they interviewed a lot of cool people. And I ended up deleting TikTok because of it. So short. I know, right? I know. That is the thing. It was so crazy. I was looking at all of my apps and I was thinking, yeah, this is really gross how addicted I actually am to it. And I was thinking, yeah, TikTok, it's probably got to go. It's really taken all of that data. You know how it's been in hot water. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, oh, but I follow so many cool accounts and I like their recipes. But then I was just like, no, this this has to go. Something's got to give. It's going to be me or TikTok. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, Thanks, guys. Well, before uh, Ollie Mac goes on, a, on another one of his trademark tangents. <laughs> I don't have a tangent. I uh, I thought it was good. I mean, obviously, it, you cannot ignore the issue of, of social media and what it's doing to us as a collective uh, race of people. Um, the thing I found all the dramatization bits a bit on the nose. It just didn't need those. That they, mm. they were. I don't know. I don't know why oh. they did that. That was that was just annoying. Oh. The only cool thing was that it uh, had the guy who played the, the young guy from uh, uh, Santa Clarita Diet, which you guys don't think is a good TV show, but it actually is an excellent TV show. Yeah, um, yeah I thought the interview subjects were fantastic. The, the, yeah. the biggest uh, thing for me was the guy who came on and said, uh, "Yeah, they're not. They're not." selling you products you are the product and i went oh yeah oh that was so cool Mm. yeah yeah that that was quite interesting uh omac what are your thoughts i thought this is the worst documentary we've watched i thought it was so stupid and ridiculous and poorly done you're kidding why did you think it was stupid and ridiculous i i firstly it wasn't really a documentary it was a propaganda film (laughs) they they had a point and they specifically targeted people who supported their point. It wasn't a fair and balanced documentary. They never spoke of the positive, only the negative. Also, if they took away that ridiculous, ridiculous lifetime movie that was not needed. That insane, yeah. if, if they took that out and found some legitimate people who were legitimately addicted to social media to the point where it had altered their experience in a significant way. For example, they showed you Pizzagate. If you guys are not familiar with Pizzagate, Pizzagate was this ludicrous, ridiculous, far-right conspiracy theory that when you ordered a pizza, you were also ordering a child for trafficking. I don't know how it started. No one does. It's the stupidest thing. But they got some footage of a guy who was arrested going in to gun down a pizzeria. Interview him. Get to know how this started and how social media infiltrated his mind. 
these stupid intercut scenes were like the worst of lifetime. Like even the opening one Mm. when they're like, Becky? Becky, can you set the table, Becky? Michael, (laughs) Becky's addicted to TikTok and she can't set the table. I was like, hey, Becky really was. This is ludicrous. No, but to to cut between this Harvard Law professor with truly, truly intelligent insights Mm -hmm. to like, Becky thinks her ears are too big because someone put an elephant emoji. (laughs) It just demeaned everyone. It was it, mm. it was ludicrous. It should have been a ten minute TED talk. Wow. Not a documentary stretched out and repeating things. Some of the points were so valid. The 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 political stuff I found really interesting. Sure. How how Political parties use Facebook to manipulate people. That was fascinating. The increase in depression, anxiety, and suicide, particularly amongst young women, uh-huh. that that was impactful. It would have been more impactful again if they humanized it sure. instead of just yeah. giving us a statistic. The data farming stuff. I feel like that's that's implying we we all have something to to lose essentially like the like nut jobs have always exist the far right has always exist and yes with social media they can consolidate and do a lot of harm Mm -hmm. but there's the flip side where activism has always existed and now activists and and people who want to do good can also consolidate. Yeah, but they did you say that. Good I feel the like bad. a lot of them said that. That has brought so many good things into the world, and we didn't think of the flip side of the coin. Yeah, I, about twice they said that. They went. They went. Um. Yeah, and it's destroying your children's life, and it's ruining society. And uh, but you know, like sometimes there's good stuff. But this, you know, Luke. Mm. <laughs> Really, yeah. they, I think they I do added... agree with you, Ollie. Though, like they had really good interview subjects, but if you think about the documentary as a whole, that was kind of it. Yeah, it was a good message and interesting information. I believe done very, very poorly, and yeah. the hypocrisy of Netflix to release this. Netflix, who literally tracks what you are watching, True. how long you are watching, True. when you are watching, and then curates a playlist in order to manipulate you to continue to watch. And they're like, wow, this data mining, it's just atrocious. It's like, well, why don't you shut down your service then, mate? Yeah. True. You're you're part of the problem as uh, you know, not just the solution. Mm. I'm glad you got on your high horse and I like that they did bring up some solutions though. Like that they did actually at the end say maybe we oh. should tax the data they collect. I was like, cool. I thought it was just kinda gonna be like, well, social media is bad, you guys are screwed, but at least yeah. they had some kind of mm, through line. Yeah, so so the proposition at the end was a data tax where these big companies who collate your data essentially need to pay for it. Which, which I think is a genius solution. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm glad they gave a solution at the I don't know what felt like four hour mark. <laughs> well, we watched this at a pretty topical time where Facebook is in big feuds with the Australian government about what news they can and cannot publish on their site. True, yeah. that's true. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, it, it's to stop the spread of misinformation and. I think that's valid and correct. I know a lot of people say it's nanny states and it's removing our rights to autonomy. This whole thing uh, kind of implies that humans don't have autonomy. We're just 
uh, we're just so easily swayed by what we see. And maybe that's correct. But sucks to you, data mining. The targeted ads I get are like, are you over 50 and single? Sexy, older <laughs> Brisbaneites near you. And then like gardening equipment and box wine. They think I'm a bitter old divorcee trawling for someone. Does so it check out? Almost. <laughs> almost, yeah. It, Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. <laughs> your profiling is not correct, mate. Yes, so it is, Ollie. <laughs> I think you're missing a bitter something. old divorced woman. No, you're not old. You're not old. But you would buy all three of those products. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got another one for a gallon of lubricant. Well, even you wouldn't use that much. I look. So, hey, I, I I quite like targeted advertising. I've bought many a product of things going. Oh, actually, yeah, that is kind of cool, and that's right. I up wish my it alley. was better. Um, yep. I think perhaps maybe a flip side to your very valid points. <clears throat> excuse me. I think maybe a flip side to your very valid points there, Ollie, are um, if you're a parent watching this and trying desperately to get your kid off of their device, which I know is a legitimate issue for a lot of. Uh, parents out there that perhaps this resonated more with them in that aspect of it yeah but it was blatant fear-mongering yeah of course but that that probably works it's probably why a lot of people are talking about this i i i think uh i think one of the documentarians one of the interview subjects said what you need to do is have a conversation with your kids and and they will be reasonable how long is long enough to sure. go on social media? Mm. Yeah. I think that was a great strategy. But again, yeah. that was a passing comment. True. It was about two hours saying, this is going to destroy your life, yeah. make you anxious, and your children are at risk. There was no subtlety to this. There was no and nuance. Also, True. I don't really know how much that really helps. Because in with my generation, when I was growing up, I did the whole, oh, my phone has to be out in the living room at and things like that but I feel like it kind of just delayed the inevitable like I didn't get Facebook until maybe four years ago but no offense I've really caught up to speed in how <laughs> crazy I've become with social media like I'm not sure if weaning it off your kid really works and they didn't really go into that at all it was just shoved into the last section true that's true yeah exactly and if somebody's legitimately addicted to something withholding it isn't going to stop it. You need to go to the root of the problem. You know, it's it's like addicts. You can't get them into rehab and keep them clean unless they want to get clean. You need to convince your children mm. that there are other more enjoyable activities than being on your phone. Offer an alternative. Go If you're saying go enjoy the world, take them to enjoy the world and see the sights through True. something other than a screen or a lens. I don't feel like they offered really realistic solutions to this problem or how to treat someone who is addicted to social media. And I, I, I have friends who are addicted to social media who it controls their life. Oh, look, I, I've seen that. I've gone through periods of time where it's happened to me you don't even kind of realize you're doing it you just uh yeah. you just uh, you uh you open an app and then you close it and then next thing you know you've like oh i didn't even almost didn't even realize i'd opened that app again to look at it yeah i get look i get that as well and and i understand the anxiety from instagram i haven't uploaded on instagram in on my own personal one in two or three months yeah. i haven't even opened my messages just because I go on and I feel this sort of pressure to give the impression that I'm living a wonderful, exciting life. Uh, when realistically, okay. we're yeah. all in the pandemic. I'm not traveling. 
I've manipulated the algorithm as as we are manipulated, you can manipulate it as well. You can construct a false narrative to manipulate others. It's Even it's a two way street. It is. I feel like we're becoming more and more aware. We certainly weren't at the yeah. start, but we're more and more aware now of, of how unrealistic uh, all those types of posts are. PS completely unrelated, please follow our Instagram account. <laughs> Binge this podcast. We won't manipulate you. We'll just give you the good, honest, hard tea. Yep. Well, look, the social dilemma. I will say this: if you're out there and you're thinking of making a documentary, uh, can you please wear a microphone if you're going to be asking questions off camera? Because nothing grinds my gears more than an inaudible question from a producer because they were too lazy to clip a mic onto themselves. That's the end of my rant. Cool. Uh, hard disagree. I love when you break the fourth wall and you uh, see that the producer was trying to get an angle. It, it, yeah, it put just, a microphone on. Just put a microphone on as a matter just of course. Just die for one. Just put it on at the, before you start. All right. Well, this has been Binge This, a Hit 105 podcast. And if you're not wearing a microphone, then you better go grab one. <laughs> you better. No, don't. Break the fourth wall. You can catch The Social Dilemma on Netflix right now. As per usual, you've got to make up your own mind after you've watched it. But after you do, please send us a message to our aforementioned Instagram account. And you can also go to iTunes and give us a like, give us a little review. What else can you do? I don't know. Just generally be excellent to each other, as Bill and Ted would say. Until such time, this has been Binge This for the Hit 105 Network. My name's JT. My name's Ollie Mack. And I'm Leah. Bye, guys. Gotta go. Check my Instagram. (laughs) 